The Love Talker is a folk horror audio fiction production and contains mature content, including adult language, violence, domestic abuse, and sexual assault. A complete list of content warnings for this episode can be found in the show notes. Listener discretion is advised. For the best audio experience, we recommend listening with headphones. Look at that view. They call the Appalachian Trail the Green Tunnel because so much of it is covered with trees. But every so often, she'll surprise you. Like this. Must be a 60... 70 foot drop nearly straight down to this tiny town. Kill ruin. At least I, I hope I read the map right. You ever get that urge to, uh, move closer to the edge? Stare down at those ancient wood and stone buildings with the moss growing thick on their roofs. Feel your heart race as you inch closer to death. Imagine for just a moment the leap. Falling. Dropping like a stone, helpless all the way to the end. Not that you would, but maybe. Maybe sometimes you think about it. I guess I've been thinking a lot about that since hacking the trail. I'm not suicidal, though there were times I came close. I can't say that I like my life, because I don't know what it is yet. But I can say that I like cheese fries and racing movies and watercolors. I think being out here in the wilderness changes you. God, I hope so. It's it's strange. Everyone warns you about the dangers of cities like Richmond or Knoxville, but there's plenty of danger in little towns. There's evil in the living rooms of Saltville too. 
But out here, it's different. Better, almost. It's honest. The, the danger is rotten trees ready to fall on you. The danger is loose gravel or a, a hidden root that breaks your ankle. The danger is food and water and time. I've been hacking two months now and I've never felt the kind of focus that I do. I think that's why I'm out here. I need focus. I, I need a change. My birthday is next month. I'm turning 21 on the trail. Maybe coming out here will show me who I really am. There is evil in the world. I know that very well, but... Do you think it must be everywhere? Can you get away from it if you walk far enough? Gray clouds have been moving in from the west for the past hour. Temperatures dropping. Smell that rain in the air. The book said there's a hostel in Kilruin. From up here, looking at that little row of ancient shacks huddled around a church, I'm surprised there's even electricity. But it's better than camping in the wet again. Had to leave the trail to get here, but it's, it's not so far. Plus, I just had to see this place for myself after Ren told me about it. Which reminds me, better check my phone. Hey, I have bars. Barely enough signal. I have to tell her. Leave me alone unless I like you, and I'll call you back. Hey, you'll never guess where I am. Kill Ruin. You were right really is in the middle of nowhere. can't believe you grew up here. Okay, I'm going to go try to find the hostel. Call me later. Hopefully I'll have enough signal and you can tell me all about the local hotspots. Bye. I wish she had come with me. I worry about her. But I couldn't wait for her. Not a day longer. My mom thinks this is a bad idea. She's worried about me being alone on the trail, which is just... <laughs> now that I'm leaving, she cares. But the truth is, almost all the other hackers I've met have been friendly and helpful. The same with some of the mountain communities I've stopped at. Kind-hearted people who like to talk. The trail is hard and remote and empty. Your average mugger isn't going to make the effort. Hey there. Of course. You never know. Hi, how's it going? Looks like another hacker. What's he carrying? Firewood? It's okay. You? It's great. It's great. Call me Mix. Mix? That your trial name? Yeah, you know, like trail mix. Original. Call me Cup of Day. I like coffee. Cup of, huh? Nice. You got a good look about you, Cups. Cup of J and, uh, yeah, thanks. You know what's coming. Hair's on the back of my neck. 
stomach twisting. The leer of my mother's boyfriends leaning their drugged out faces into my doorway. Breathe. Maybe not, but I know that look. Where are you headed? There's supposed to be a hostel in this little town nearby, trying to get there ahead of the raid. Oh, is there? Man, I must have missed it coming in from the north side of the ridge. I guess it got a little turned around. But you know, I found a shelter nearby. It's so cool, like this old house. It's huge, like a mansion or something, but now it's abandoned. I was getting firewood when I saw you. You should check it out. See that? The way he flicks his eyes over you? Under that friendly smile, something a little hungry. Look, the boxes you in, sizes you up, and categorizes you with a confidence that he thinks he's got the right. No, that, that's okay. Old films are dangerous and plus no trespassing, right? I'm going to head on. Well, listen, if this is the trail to town, I'll just walk with you. The house is just around that bend. Yeah, sure. Okay. Shit. It's this collapsed stone mansion. What's left of it, anyway? One of the walls has fallen in, taking half the roof with it. Rough stones are crawling with vines. The windows are all broken. And nature is doing its best to take back what remains. Looks to be 100 years old. Maybe more. Forest is thicker here. Darker. Vegetation is dense and green and the air smells of freshly turned soil. Fertile. Pregnant, even. See? Pretty cool, huh? No one's been up here in years. Come on, check it out. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'm going to go. Good luck, Max. Uh, but the sun's going down. It, it's going to be dark in a few minutes. And the rain, you know? Uh, it's no, 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 hang on, hang on. Uh, you got enough food and stuff? I got some we could share. We can get a fire going, cook something, blaze up a little laughter if you want. Hate to see a pretty girl like you stuck in some hostel. I'm, I'm good. Thanks. See you. Wait. Come on, stop. Let go of my arm. Shit, shit, shit. Why you gotta be like that? I'm just trying to be nice. I'm a nice guy. I'm just trying to make a nice time for the both of us. I say what I couldn't all those years at home. No. Let me go. Gotta act all stuck up. What's wrong with you, huh? Think you're too good for me? Pepper spray! Got him! Get up, Janet. He's coming. My hand goes out, grabs one of the drop branches. Now run.
hot dog fast. I know, I know, I'm I'm trying to put as much distance between me and mix as I can, but I have to slow down. This isn't a clear trail and, and now I'm soaked with rain. The ground has turned to mud. This flashlight horribly helps. Jesus, my heart. Okay, okay. Maybe this way. I hate that guy. I, I hate that he made me do that, but I, I hate that he reminded me that that kind of danger is everywhere. At home, out here. I hate it. Do you see that? Is that? Yeah, through the trees. It's a street lamp. That must be the town. There's a handful of buildings along a gravel road. They're old, really old. Stacked stone pillars, log cabin walls. Heavy shutters on the windows. Heavy doors closed against the outside. I don't see anyone. Not even on their porches. There's just the one street lamp out in front of a newer looking building. I mean, comparatively, it still looks decades old. A single ancient gas pump sits outside. General store, maybe. What was that? Someone just ran out of the general store like death was chasing him. He's not looking back. All I can see of him is a dark outline. Homespun clothes, maybe. Or long hair. I, I, I think he's afraid of something. Of, of what? Hey! Excuse me! But he runs on in, into a house at the end of the track. It slams the door behind him. At the general store, the shutters close. Bolts slide into place. What? Hello? Hey, hello. I'm, I'm looking for the hostel. I just want to get out of the rain. Can you help me, please? I know you're in there. Come on. Just, just tell me where the hostel is. I'll go. But they don't answer. Through the crack around the door, I, I watch the lights inside go out. But then the doors of the church swing open. It, it's it's still a ways away, but I can see someone there, crouching down by a big candle at the front door. She strikes a match, and for a moment I can see her face. Old, like rock carved by dull chisels. Hard, in, intense eyes. A mouth that hasn't smiled, ever. She stares at me a moment, then lights the candle and leaves it under the eaves of the church, out of the rain. Without a word, she goes inside, leaving the doors open. The candle is pink. It glows like a tiny hearth in the heart of the storm. But the inside of the church is dark. 
Churches are supposed to be sanctuary, right? Feels like this has always been here. That the town sprung up around it. Old stone stacked and rising just shy of the tree canopy. There's a bunch more of those pink candles on either side of the front door, unlit. She left the door open. Anything to get out of the rain. It's dark. Hello? No sign of the old woman. Hello? I... I hope it's okay to come inside. Hello? Even with just the flashlight, you can see the bare stones of the floor ancient, worn smooth with shuffling feet and time. There's a smell of... What is that? Incense? It's baked into the walls. They must burn it every day. It's spotlessly clean. A whiff of antiseptic there, just below the incense. Plaster walls washed, thick windows of leaded glass scrubbed to their very edges. And yet, doesn't it feel like, despite the incense and the care, the place is unused? There are exactly four pews of hard, creaking wood facing the front of the church, leaving much of the floor empty and open, but there's no pulpit. No cross, no icons or images or symbols. There's a door leading into the back half of the church, but if the woman wanted me to come all the way in, she'd have left it open, wouldn't she? I, I just... I just want a place to get dry and wait for morning. Better check my phone. Damn it. No bars. Well, let's get out of these wet socks. Maybe they'll dry out by morning. That's weird. Look there, there's there's something scratched into the floor, deep into the ancient stones. A, a circle, about six feet across, and there's a design inside, a seven-pointed star, and a heart with little fishhook horns. Okay. More than a little creepy, but I mean, there's hex signs on houses. Good luck charms carved into doorways all over these mountains. And dry is dry. I've slept on worse places than old wooden pews. Just make the best of it. Hello there. But Jesus! Stay back. I, I, I have a knife and pepper spray, and I will mess you up. I'm sorry I startled you. What do you want? I'm looking for a place to get out of the rain. Are you a hacker, too? Yes. It's okay. Don't be afraid. 
And strangely enough, I'm not. He's standing there in the doorway lit from behind by the single distant streetlight. He has a strong silhouette, broad, fit, hair a little long, like he'd missed his last haircut by a couple of weeks. Kind of got you off and see on the trail, but it, it wasn't the jerk from earlier. Yeah, uh, okay, just, look, I'm, I'm kind of jumpy right now, so don't get too close, all right? I think I saw you earlier near Hotsaw Drop. Is, is that the steep cliff that overlooks this town? Yes. <laughs> then you saw that jerk, too. I did, but at a distance. Still, you seem to handle him all right, all by yourself. Yeah, well... I still have that mace on me, so... I'm just looking for a place to rest. May I come in? Oh, okay. Sure. Guess you can get into the hostel either, huh? He picks up one of the pink candles placed in front of the church and carries it with him inside. I can smell the rain on him as he gets closer. Still can't really see his face, but... I don't want to be rude and shine my light in his eyes. The people of Kilruin are not the most welcoming, no. But sometimes they can surprise you. (laughs) They slam the doors right in my face. Can you believe that? Yes. He places the candle on the floor at our feet. He's tall. His, His movements are calm and easy. To be perfectly honest, I feel a little safer just having him here with me. Which is... odd. I I don't do well around strange men most of the time. The fact that I'm not tensing up is... I don't know. What's the candle for? I thought we could use a little light. You can light it, can't you? What? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Here. The candle sputters until the wick catches... Warm light grows into the room. There's an instant herbal scent. Time all in the wax. (laughs) I look up at him. He's quite handsome. He seems a little older than I thought, especially in his eyes, which are this breathtaking gray. Tan skin, strong jaw, stubble, (laughs) and bright red hair hanging a little into his face. Um. No, that's better, isn't it? What's your name? Uh, Janet. Well, my my trail name is Cup of J, because I like coffee. (laughs) What's your name? You know, I've never found one that sticks. You sound like you know this part of the trail pretty well. I do. The man on the trail. Did you know him? Oh, God, no. Just some... Creepy dude. You know, almost everyone I've met on the trail has been really nice. I I love how people look out for each other, but like everything, there's always men you have to watch out for. Uh, no offense. None taken. He moves away from the candle a little, as if looking around the church, studying it. His steps carry him across the horned heart circle etched in the floor. He's wearing 
uh, he, he's wearing tight jeans and a flannel shirt tucked in, open to his waist, white t-shirt underneath. The sleeves are rolled up to mid-forearms. He has big, rough hands, but bare feet. He must have left his boots outside. Why do you walk the trail? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I had a cousin who did it years ago. Sounded fun. Figured, do it now or I might never do it, you know? Because of a job or whatever. No. <laughs> no what? That's not why. <laughs> oh yeah? Smart guy? Why then? <laughs> I, uh, I, I had to go. I couldn't stay at home anymore and I didn't know where to go. So, I came here. That's quite unusual. Is it? Most live their lives standing still, transfixed by the world you believe you've made. A world of metal and lights, of plastic and meaningless vibrations in the air. Most don't even realize it. You're different. You feel your connection to the earth, to the cycle of day and night, birth and food and death and rebirth. Not many feel that call, lift their heads out of the numbing cloud of mere existence and turn with open eyes towards the truth. <laughs> That's pretty deep. Deeper than I really am, I think. <laughs> I don't think so. How many of your friends even notice the mountains, let alone say to themselves, I want to go there. I want to walk in the silences between the rocks and the trees to feel where I belong in the order of things. I mean, you're not wrong. He's intense, for sure. Really into the trail life, I guess. But I like the way he talks to me. A lot of people thought I was crazy. Hmm. Of course they did. Tell me, what have you learned on your walk? Dry socks are a must. <laughs> but I, I guess you meant more like a personal discovery. I don't know. There are times when it feels like I'm the only human being for miles and miles. I'm there in the morning mists, looking out over the valleys of treetops, and the nearest towns are so far away, they might as well not exist. And... Go uh -huh. I wonder how things used to be. Before civilization, you know? How unforgiven the natural world can be. I mean... I remember seeing these plants growing out of cracks and boulders. I, I don't know how. There's hardly any soil. And they had these tiny yellow flowers. Somehow beauty managed to grow where it had no business to be. Maybe something good can come from the short, barren places in the world. But at the same time, I've seen hawks take squirrels. I've slipped on a loose rock more than a few times and thought, if I fell into a ravine or broke my leg, nowadays someone might find me, but 
back then, it would have been a death sentence. Yes, the danger. Life and death, predator and prey. People forget that that is the nature of existence. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you feel more alive when you realize how fragile you are. Mm. And you sought that out on the trail. Don't you think that makes you special? <laughs> Crazy, maybe. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so, Janet. It means you're willing to see the world as it really is. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, I'm blushing. Why? I, I mean, he is really handsome, but... But I haven't... I haven't felt turned on in... The thought of it makes me nauseous. Something feels off about this. Okay, deep breath. Is that why you're out here? To see the world as it really is? I'm here for the same reason we're all here. Even if some have forgotten what that is. You know people have lived in these mountains for thousands of years. They huddled together. They hunted from the land. They quaked in terror at the darkness and what inevitably would come for them. And they mated to solace their aching hearts and ensure that they would live on to replace the ones who were lost. Because that is the way of things. You said it yourself. Nature is unforgiven. But it is honest about it. So what? You're like a doomsday prepper? You live off-grid, just wandering the trail? He goes quiet and walks slowly to one of the old windows. Occasionally, lightning will light up the glass with its abstract patterns of red and frosted white. As he walks away, I feel... I, I don't know. Cold. Empty. I want to see his face. I, I don't want him to leave. Why? When you were walking the trail... Did you ever feel like you could just hear something? Perhaps felt more than heard. A call. A voice. The pull of another soul somewhere far away. A voice that sounds familiar, but you cannot remember because it has been so long since you saw them last. I, I don't know. H have you lost someone? Yes. She was surprising. But nature is unforgiving and honest. I'm sorry. Thank you. May I look at your face? What? I want to see your face. Really see it. May I? With a smooth gesture, he picks up the candle and our shadows dance madly over the walls and pews. Why? But I don't pull away. I feel the heat rise in my cheeks again as he lifts the pink candle and holds it near. The smell of thyme oil and incense seems so heavy in my nose. But I swear I can smell him too. Something musky. And there's the scent of turned earth. His eyes stay locked on mine. I'm holding my breath. You're very pretty. You're very handsome. Oh my god, I can't believe I said that. 
That's that's not me. No. Why did I say that? It's okay. We can be pretty and handsome together. Well, uh, thank you, but maybe we should just get some sleep, huh? I don't want to sleep. I want to talk to him more. I want him to tell me more stories about these mountains and the primitive earth. But this feels strange. I'm flushed, lightheaded. I should be safe. I'm not tired. I'm not either, but... What was that? Janet. Did you hear something? It sounded like... I don't know, someone in pain? You're hearing things in the rain. No, I swear. From another part of the church? Like, like through that door. Janet. He says my name and it's like a hand around my heart. I turn back to him instantly, my skin suddenly flushed, hair standing on end. The candle is once again at his feet and his shadow fills the whole wall of the church behind him, spreading over the scrubbed white walls like great black wings. Relax. I won't let anything hurt you. We're safe in here. Are we? As safe as anywhere. Tell me, do you have a boyfriend? A sudden knot in my stomach. My heart races for a different reason. That's kind of personal. Tell me. I... No. No, I, I haven't really ever had a boyfriend. You're a virgin. No. Is that why you're really out here? My... My mother is addicted to painkillers and starting when I was a girl, she would sell me to men to feed her habit. She called them her boyfriends. Why am I telling him this? So you really do understand the struggle. Hmm. What? You shouldn't think about that past. You weren't meant for that life. That is why you are here. There are places no hiker has seen in these hills. Places rich with flowers, pure water, and a song in the air. I could take you there, the two of us, to a true and unspoiled place. Do not let the base brutes in your past make you afraid. It's so warm now. My skin is tingling. The scents in the air make my head swim. His voice is so, uh, comforting. I don't feel like myself. Thank you, I think, but, um, um, I'm on this hike to, you know, clear my head about stuff like that. Maybe one day I'll, I'll feel whole enough to try a relationship, but not now. Not for a while. Love comes from the heart, not the head. Love. I don't think I even know what that is. I can tell you what it is. I, um, let's just, let's just sleep. Your clothes are wet, Janet. I, 
What? They, they are... You should take them off. Let them dry. You know what's coming. So do I. This is not right. This is... This is not what I want. Tell me to run. Tell me to get away. It's my mother's boyfriend's pinning me down. Only he's not even touching me. There's a tickle of fear in my belly, but there's warmth everywhere else. He's got such a pretty voice. He's like a fire. I want to bask near him. But the warmth isn't mine. Only his. Our clothes are off now. Wait, when did his clothes come off? I don't... I don't remember seeing him undress, and... I need something from you, Janet. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. What is it? I need to listen to your heart beat. Wait, what was your name again? Let me listen to your heart, Janet. I let him. I lift my chest to him, invite him closer. He leans in and his hands close on my bare arms. His fingers are rough. Why are they so rough? He he tilts his head, brings his ear close to my chest. I smell a scent, musk and soil and blood. There's a breeze. Somehow there's a breeze in the church. Well? Nothing special. But perhaps you'll do. Do? For... for what? Quiet now. You want me, yes. Uh, wait, I... I... I can. I have... A scar tissue down there. They... ruined me. Ruined? Yeah. Inside. It, it's... It hurts. I can't even have kids. I'm... I'm sorry. What did you say? He falls on me. <laughs> Crushing me to the ground. I'm, I'm, I'm drowning in his scent. He's so heavy on me. His teeth are closing down on the skin, sharp, tearing. I, I want to let him. No, I don't. Even as my blood is running over the body, I let him make him stop. Because I can't. I can't. Oh, God.
you should know that I'm hiking the Appalachian Trail, which means there's a good chance I won't get this for a while. But leave a message anyway, and I'll get back to you when I can. Hey, Janet, it's Ren. I just got your message. Sorry, Tyler was being... Never mind. I can't believe you actually ended up in Kilroan. I barely remember it, but what I do remember, I wish I didn't. Uh, anyway, call me in the morning, okay? The world is weird here without you. Bye. Janet, hey. Haven't heard from you. Starting to wonder. Call me. Okay, these are going straight to voicemail now. You have to call me back. Ty's worried about you. Everyone is. Come on, Janet. Don't make me come find you. The Love Talker, Episode 1, Janet, was written and directed by W. Keith Timms. Sound designed, engineered, and composed by M.T. Goins. Featuring Esther Moforth as Janet, Thomas Diaz as Mix, W. Keith Timms as The Love Talker, Lev Rodriguez Shivers as Wren, and members of our ensemble, including Diana Helen Kennedy, Philip Kreienhoff, Chelsea Krause, Aaron B. Lillis, Kelsey Painter, Anthony Proctor, and Will Sanker. The Love Talker is a production of Alien Ghost Robot and Celebrity Tumor and is produced by C.J. Penrith and Nancy C. Thames. Associate producer, Chris Moncrief. Special thanks to Noel Rose, Jessica Burson, and H.M. Radcliffe. For more information, visit thelovetalker.com. Tell your friends and family about the show and kindly leave stars or reviews on your favorite podcast platforms. And be careful out there on the mountain. Like I told you, no idea how I got inside. That memory jumps to an interior. I will tell you about that time I worked as a courier. I will tell it, and it will linger. Celebrity Tumor presents 
delivery. I know you got questions about him. Where did he come from? How did he do all those things they say he did? Was he a terrorist? Was he crazy? Was his skin really blue? Well, I'll tell you what I know. I was there with him, driving through the back roads under the stars. I was witness to wonders and miracles, and to the darkness that's coursing through the veins of our country. He came to fight it in his own strange way, but no one leaves that fight unchanged. Not even Rael. People ought to know the truth. And I was there. The Book of Constellations is a down-to-earth sci-fi road trip. It's audio fiction, and you can find episodes at bookofconstellations.com or wherever you get your podcasts.